Hey guys, welcome to the Babylonian Pastor Podcast. My name is Michael. And I'm Rob. Stay with us as we talk about church, theology, culture, and everything in between. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Babylonian Pastor Podcast. I'm your host, Michael. And I'm Rob. You know, I'm not going to lie. There's still um, a huge part of me that, like whenever you first hit record on one of these, at some point, I just want to go leave meeting. (laughs) Because it asks you, you know, now it gives me this option. And I just, I feel like, I feel like I'm not doing it justice to just. Just say yes. Accept all the time, time, no matter what. Right. It's really, it's building into you. Right. It's building into you this this compliance, right? It's this. It's just yeah. Yep. Next thing you know, I'm going to be taking vaccines. Like, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> that, was, that was too soon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, we just got a bunch of comments. <laughs> the comment section. <sighs> so. Just joking. Hey, don't let the camouflage shirt fool you guys. All right, I'm not anti-vax. So. Um, people are going to be distracted from your part one this entire time now. So good job if that was the goal. Yeah. Uh, so. Now I can to- I can totally bomb the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, which is what I was after. So, <laughs> so guys, welcome back to episode three of this month. This will be Rob's part one. So last week you would have heard my part one, uh, and the whole. I mean, Rob can probably speak to this a little bit before he gets into his story, but. The whole reason we're doing this is just to give another kind of short version of our stories in here to demonstrate that I think oftentimes, and maybe you can relate to this, Rob, maybe not, but uh, almost all of the, the, the stories I hear from people that are either deconstructing or have, um, most of, not all of them, because there's always going to be those few people that I hear about that are like, not me, but almost all of them come out on an end in which they, they go away from the faith. Uh, or Jesus altogether. So uh, that was why I, I thought it would be really interesting to kind of to do to do this series. So uh, so this is the floor is yours now. Part one. How you want to intro this, man? So um, it always is about a girl. Um. So uh, so okay, uh, our stories are much the same in the beginning and that you know we we both are dudes that grew up in church i mean hence probably the deconstruct right like Mm -hmm. we we um both grew up a part of uh the church world i mean from the day i was born right and uh it was anytime there was any sort of function going on at the church that's where uh we were at um I, I do. Uh, so it started for me with uh, hypocrisy. Um, uh, when uh, I, I actually don't remember, like you in, in your story, it was when you were eight years old, you realized that there was something else out there. Um, I, I don't have a moment with that. I mean, I, obviously, as I grew up and my brain began to develop and I noticed things that, you know, there are other worldviews, other things out there but I wouldn't have even known the word worldview, uh, you know, either. So, um, but, but with all that, um, with all that I saw, like you and I grew up in a really strict atmosphere um, in church and, and there came a moment um, or moments rather 
that I really began to see some huge inconsistency with what people were saying, what people were holding me to, and um, uh, people were super quick to uh, throw bombs at you, right? Uh, because you're doing this or that, and that's against the rules, it's against God and all this. And, um, and then at the very same time, they would engage in other things that scripturally are, are not okay. And then uh, on, on top of that, you would kind of the classic youth groupy stuff, right? So there are people who we uh, were, uh, we were part of a youth group and there were folks in that youth group that um, were somebody Wednesday night. And then I knew them elsewhere. And so there's this, I don't, I don't want to say it's okay, because uh, certainly no one would have said that it was okay, but there was a sort of complicity with um, facade uh, a little bit that I was seeing. And I didn't really think much of it until it started to hit home. Uh, and for me, that was right around graduation ish time from high school. So um, when I remember at one point being brought into uh, the basement of my girlfriend's home, her dad was a pastor, um, brought into the basement of the home and her brother, her older brother uh, was wanted to talk to me. So he sat me down, threw his Bible open on the table and and started and pointed to these scriptures about not imitating the world and that's why it was wrong headed of me to think that christian music could have electric guitars involved right and and that sounds really stupid uh and 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 it is okay but at the time like you know i mean i'm a, a yeah, late high school age kid yeah. i think i'm in love with this girl we're getting married soon right like this was serious business yeah. and so for for him to say this and and walk down this path it was it was a, a big event in my life at that point um and and so I remember, I remember thinking about that and I was really caught off guard. So I, I, we didn't have a dialogue really. It was just like, huh, okay. But later, as I'm thinking about it, like this, this uh, family really regularly listens to country music, right? <laughs> right. And so for me, I, I started putting those things together a little bit, right? I'm like, well, you know, I get that, that that maybe sounds a little bit like ACDC, right? Or whatever. And the, the, the sound waves are the same, right? But, but here you actually are indulging and, and singing along with and, and enjoying hearing somebody sing about 
whatever, uh, cheating on spouses and uh, living wasted on alcohol. I mean, all these other things. And that's cool. <laughs> like, it just, the, it didn't compute right um, in, in my head. So the hypocrisy that, and that was just one story of, of a lot, honestly, that, that piled up over time. But, um, but that, that really began the journey. And um, for me, there, there was this period that, 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 that began that was fairly lengthy a, a few years mm-hmm. uh, i would say um where i was actually questioning but but in a way that i was like running pretty hard away from because uh there were a lot of little stories like the one I just told, but the, the real major moment for me was um, I was beginning to act out because of some of the hypocrisy and some of the stuff I was seeing. And, and I was beginning to be like, you know, it's, it is way too hard to be as perfect as it seems like they're asking me to be. Mm-hmm. So I quit is <laughs> kind of where I was at for a little bit. And, but I think the thing that that really um, punched me in the guts and made me go, you know what, maybe I'm right to quit was um, when so when I began to party and do some things like this, right, like things that they would that they and, and rightfully so that they would have condemned. Right. This isn't good. It's not healthy. It's not helpful. It's not godly, whatever. Um, but when, when I started walking down that road and the response from them was from, was just complete blackball, right? It was, it was, um, okay, well, bye, (laughs) you know, and I'd grown up with, uh, spending all summer long with some of these folks, you know, um, I mean, you and I both did. Yeah. And and so for me at that at this point, I mean, you were you had moved and and uh, but the, this was a moment that for me when that happened and it was like, no, we're no longer we're not hanging out anymore. Like you're not safe, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, instead of what I would have expected is for for them to you know chase me and run after me a little bit and, and be like no 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 please don't do this right like this is what you know there was none of that <clears throat> and so so um, to interject real quick i guess so yeah, not to interrupt yeah. your line of thought but do you think that so you have this understanding because i mean so obviously when i moved and then when we reconnected this is in between that time where like i didn't know a lot of this ha- i mean i just it was kind of a sudden thing for me when i found out but do you think in those moments because you said that you sort of expected them to chase after you. Do you think that would have changed a little for you? Like that, that would have affected you differently or not? Cause I kind of hear, cause there's been people that are like annoyed yeah. sometimes when people chase after them, they're like, just leave me alone. I don't want to have coffee. Like that's the response that. <laughs> right. Like, so I don't know if it would have, I mean, what do you think? Cause I don't, some people would have been like, I don't know if it would have made any difference at all, but like I'm interested in yours. Yeah. So I, I, I think that it, it, it might've been different. Um, however, that was just really the straw that kind of broke the camel's back 
more than more than a big defining it's, so all those little hypocrisies were just piling up and piling up yeah um to the point that if they would have chased me i think my response would have been well what about yeah, this, yeah. right yeah, you're chasing you, um, it doesn't make any difference because yeah you're living <laughs> right yeah so yeah I, I think that that's that's probably the best way to answer that i mean obviously i don't know what what would have happened but but it seems to me that 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 was uh it was a major defining uh time and and some of it wasn't just hypocrisy i don't want to say that that's the whole thing because some of the theology that i was hearing for me some of the beliefs themselves were it was like too much like this is impossible so i might as well go to hell <laughs> it's kind of where i was at you know yeah. um so to to paint a picture if you're listening or watching this what i'm talking about is this idea that um that salvation uh, in christ is something that can be lost right um now even if you believe that there 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 would have to be some sort of you know like def definitions right or or lines that you know you can't cross this line right or something right and so for me it it we were hearing that um and as a kid who i mean i did nothing really about scripture i mean i knew the sunday school stories and that kind of thing but but i couldn't have i couldn't have looked up uh, at the time honestly where uh they were getting that theology or anything like that all i knew is wait if i can lose this by turning my back on him or by sinning in some indisclosed way right then i'm probably not saved a few hundred times a day like that's what it felt like to me because and so that's the, the long version maybe but um to get into that but that was that was a real major thing that i was struggling with um internally when it came to theology and what i was hearing about scripture and god right um and so that coupled with all of the hypocrisy that i was seeing to me meant well if you're living like this you don't even believe that crap anyway so <laughs> it just kind of all exploded yeah. when i was nearing the end of high school and i figured well i might as well just drink um and have sex because i know that's fun and um you know so th that was that was the first major bit of of stuff in my life that started me down maybe the journey that that other folks have so it was the same a similar story as what a lot of people who have deconstructed yeah have in that it, it started with seeing hypocrisy in the church and and it started with being wounded by the church uh both of those things sort of combined and made me go you know what bye i'm out you know um However, I would argue that I, I became a Christian at a, at a very young age. And so 
if, if you're deconstructing or deconstructed, this is going to be the moment when you're like, okay, all right, what's next. But, um, but because of that, like the, the, the Holy spirit of God would not leave me alone. Right. Like I was still, he was chasing me. Right. If, if the church wasn't, he was in my face when I was wasted at in somebody's basement and partying and all of this stuff. So I didn't get left alone. And then, um, somewhere along that line, uh, Michael, the guy at the other end of the screen here calls me cause you're pursuing your illustrious youth ministry degree. Illustrious. I love that word. <laughs> and, um, he calls me and I think, I think you actually lied to me. Um, I, I, don't, think, I don't remember the whole story. Yeah. But, I believe that I had heard that you were, which ironically, this was the same time that I was deconstructing mentally as regards to theology goes. But yeah, I had heard that you had, I don't know how they worded it, went off the deep end something. I Basically, lots of drugs and sex. And I was like, you know, I need to get a hold of him. But how? <laughs> so, so this theology student is like, how am I going to get a hold of him where he'll actually like talk to me? Because if it's true, like, I don't know if he'll even talk to me. And I think I was like, hey, do you want to be an accountability <laughs> partner? You, but you said, you told me that it was because of a class. Oh, did I? That you, you had to do this. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah, so here's, yeah, here's this theology <laughs> major lying to this person that, because <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I've heard he's went crazy. And I, <laughs> but, wow, yeah. you know, the, the funny, and when you, when, when you started reaching out to me, I remember that I was still, I still, uh, you know, had all of conviction in the world, but was at a point where I was enjoying my life more now. Right. Um, because even with the conviction, at least, at least I wasn't full of crap. <laughs> like, at least I wasn't like them is how I looked at it. I think, yeah. you know, um, so, so there was that, there was that defining time. Uh, there was also other, uh, I would say a couple of other major times, um, that, so out of that came, um, me similar to your story came my time of okay, putting two and two together. And what is, what is this Christianity thing? Actually, what is the gospel? Actually, what does scripture actually say? Erase all the stuff, erase all the people that hurt all the hypocrisy, all the things that, that made me run this way. Right. And let's, what about the truth? Right. Um, so there was a time after that, that, um, definitely some guys that I probably wouldn't tell you to go listen to now influenced me in a good way. Um, so but is then there was the turning point then, or is this still yeah. struggling through? Yeah. So, um, God, God actually used you and a couple of other people in life at the time. Um, that kind of made so and it, let me say it this way you 
uh, reaching out um, was an example of someone saying, no, no, not so fast. Let's talk, right? Uh, and and that's what I think I was, one of the things I was mad about <laughs> from before was um, other people heard um, he's kind of going off the deep end and, and doing whatever. And their response was, well, guess we can't associate with him anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, so yeah, I, I think that that was, that was something that, um, that was the major beginning point. And, and then what directly followed that not long after you reached out to me, I started going, okay, well, what's the truth then? Let me get to the bottom of this thing. And, um, and some other preachers who, didn't believe that theology that I was hung up on. I didn't realize that there was another, even another way to look at that, another view. So, um, gotcha. So, real quick. So, before we kind of, I guess, wrap this one up and get into part two a little bit later yeah. on, would you say, because I found this to be true in some of the people that I've spoken with, that part of, obviously, not all of your, your kind of, your questioning and deconstruction, if we want to label it that, like part of it was really just re-examining the specific theology that we had grown up with. So like some people, a lot of people that I've talked to that like are going through that questioning time or deconstruction or like, I don't, I hate to label it with one thing, but like a lot of it isn't necessarily tearing down the entire faith as much as it is tearing down like, Hey, this is what I grew up with. And like, there's obviously not helpful parts with that theology. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, that would have been my, um, that was the big, the big moment. Yeah. That's what it was after, after all of that, uh, there have certainly been other times that have been, defining that I'll talk about, um, next time, but, uh, those, so I've had that major moment that sort of was the big crisis is what I would maybe term it as. Um, but then following that, there certainly have been, um, thing after thing, after time, after time in life, circumstantially or whatever that I would say providentially, um, that we, that I um, battled with this bit of theology or that bit of theology or putting like you and, and, and Haley's birth, right? Like putting uh, my sort of money where my mouth was kind of a time, right? Where, okay, now I know all this on paper, but holy crap, like this is happening right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. Any other right. questions? No, I think we're good on that part. I think that that's one of the things uh, as we kind of wrap down this part one, kind of leaving it on that pivot of that kind of that mountaintop moment before we get on the other side. I think one of the things that the more people I talk to about this and the more I'm looking at my story and your story is that like the, the pivotal thing seems to be like the, like the books you surround yourself with, the people you surround yourself with, the, because it's not so much that like, I think everybody at some level goes through this, uh, especially, I mean, if you grew up in the church, you're inevitably going to come to a moment like, right, like what you said, where there's this moment, whether it be because of the things you see around you or because of 
um, maybe just, you know, having to, a bunch of knowledge thrown at you at once, like whatever it is that brings it that to you, how you react to that seems to be almost entirely dictated by the people around you, their responses toward it, their responses towards you. And um, like how, like this just really complicated human experience of saying like, like this is why it's important to have a body of believers around you that, that, you know, aren't going to be perfect, but are, are, are living the gospel are able to speak the gospel to you um, and understand. I think this is the thing too. And we'll probably talk about this more in the very last episode when we kind of wrap up together with your part two, but just to touch on it here a bit, like I think some of it we have to understand as believers that people are going to go through this and it doesn't have to be like a, a gut, like a, a, an immediate reaction. Right. So like in your instance where you were talking like, Oh, we got to cut him off. Like he's done. He's gone forever. Or, in, in my instance, where it's like Haley's birth, like, you know, people weren't jumping in and being like, no, these are the answers. You just have to stand firm on the answer. Like being, letting the reality of wrestling through that be okay. Right. So in your instance, like being like, okay, I don't know what he's going through, but clearly like he's working through something. And I think the idea of just cutting people off is just, just a terrible response. And I also think equally when somebody's going through it, trying to throw a bunch of biblical knowledge at them is equally unhelpful. <laughs> so I think yeah. like just understanding that like this is a process and it like it's not going to be immediately solved. And I think we're going to see that as we work out the part twos of this is like walking with people through this is the important part. And that's not easy. Like that's hard. So Anyway, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll finish up next week with my part two and then the following week with your part two. And I think we're going to see that as we work through that, these things that it's like, it's, it's this journey basically. So yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in to part one of Rob's story. Uh, like I said, the next two episodes will be uh, kind of the, the finishing up of each of that a little bit, not wrapping it up in a pretty little bow, but you'll get the kind of the second half. So we'll talk to you next week.